The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, coming to you from the Lee Company Studio. Glad to have you with us here on a beautiful day outside. The forecast has been less than perfect, but the outcome of each day hasn't been so bad, so excited as I look out the window and see the sunshine in. Welcome in. WKOM 1017 FM, Front Porch Sports, WZYX 94.5 The Eagle. Glad to have you all with us. Mo, what's up? How you doing? I'm good for a Tuesday. I'm good. Um, it is Tuesday, right? It <laughs> JP? <laughs> <laughs> we have to ask him. He doesn't know. Well, we probably need to trust but verify if we're asking JP. No. Um, we had a productive Tuesday before we came in here. It, it it really was a good day. Uh, we got a chance to get out to Summertown and Mount Pleasant where you can pick up some SM-TN Sports The Mag Times two, actually, because you can pick up the fall sports preview, and you can also pick up the the All-Star Mag from last. You can get it at Schaefer's in Summertown and Summertown High School. You can pick one up if you are in Mount Pleasant. At City Hall or at the high school or at the barbershop across <laughs> from Mount Pleasant Grill. Did don't, you get the name of it? Uh, no, but I, I just left some like hoping that people would just, you know, pick it up, read it, and leave it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Maybe we go back and did, did, did you tell them to call us if they run out? No, it's not. The, the, I, I'm pretty sure the barber said something under his breath when I walked in, and <laughs> I'm like, okay, because the guy in the chair started laughing, and I thought, oh, we wasn't selling nothing. Just, just want to leave some magazines in case you guys, you know, get tired of reading other stuff. So whatever, but yeah, you can you can pick it up in Mount Pleasant and. And we will get to other communities here very soon. Might run through Spring Hill tomorrow or Thursday and put some at Grecian Pizzeria. There we go. So, going to be plenty of places you can pick it up throughout as we get ready. And you can, we'll have some when we are at the ball games. I'll have some at Independence on Friday, uh, as well as at Cornersville and Richland on Thursday. You will have some. I'll have some at Loretto Summertown Volleyball Mm -hmm. on Thursday and at Marshall County Columbia Central Football on Friday. So now you know where we're headed. 
Yeah. I'm not sure we wanted people to know where we were headed, but there it is. Yeah, if you catch it, you catch please, it. Please be nice to us. <laughs> no doubt. I need that. Got a few top stories to get to real quick. Uh, as I was scrolling through MainStreetPreps.com, where you can find the most timely and comprehensive high school sports coverage across the mid-state. It's, uh, we, we can expand that saying. Sure. To MainStreetPreps.com. TWSAA last year lost a bunch of money because they weren't able to get the basketball state championships finished and obviously no spring sports took place. So there was quite a bit of uh, of money they lost, about eight hundred and ten thousand or eight hundred nine thousand dollars. Oh. Eight hundred and nine not eight hundred and ten. So eight hundred and nine and forty six. So it was easier to round down than up. They're forty six dollars away from just being eight oh nine. So we won't make it any worse than it was. But yes, eight hundred nine thousand dollars last year in twenty 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 one. The TWSAA profited seven hundred and sixty seven thousand four dollars. <laughs> They're really close to that that previous number. They don't like rounding up. But I, I, I'm interested in this because with football, they only budgeted to take in about three hundred thousand dollars, and instead they got five eighty. They budgeted how much? Three three hundred thousand is what they expected to take and in they from got football. Five eighty, five hundred and eighty thousand. So they nearly doubled. Nearly doubled what their, they, their projection, which was I wonder huge. how. Well, as TWSLA Executive Director Bernard Childress said, <laughs> people came. <laughs> sorry. Well, I'm sorry. We had this conversation. <laughs> Off air before the show, and so as soon as he started, I knew where he was going, and sure People enough, came. makes that's, a difference. And and here's here's what I'm telling you is, if anybody thinks that Henry County stopped letting people in at 50% capacity, I can tell you for a fact. With all certainty. A guaranteed fact. That was not the case. No, no, the, no, I... I I guarantee you, if the fire marshal was there, he was not counting. He was there watching the ball game <laughs> right along with everybody, everybody else. else in Henry County. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so, they, they weren't turning anybody away. That is how you double your projection. By, <laughs> by doubling the number of people that come in, yeah. It works out real well that way. <laughs> wow. So, you know, that's that's good. Good for them. Just thought that was uh, worth noting that uh, they almost made up for that bar- that that entire shortfall with with this year's projections. So, well done uh, to all of you who went to ball games. Thank you for helping, whether you should have or not. Yeah, helping alleviate that issue. Uh, number two, Mount Juliet Christian. This coming from our friend Tommy Bryan at. Up in Lebanon. And you made a really good point as we were discussing this situation. Yeah. I, I'm Well, let me just. Mm-hmm. The Mountain Juliet Christian is going to play its first home game inside their gym on Thursday, August 19th against Ezel Harding Christian. 
That'll be volleyball. It will be a volleyball match. So that'll be the first. The first thing that's taken place inside their gym uh, since March 2020. Which, if you're thinking, well, why has their gym been closed for COVID? It wasn't. It wasn't COVID. <laughs> but. It, if it, you, it's if, easy if, enough to think that. In case you forgot, there right. was a devastating tornado that ripped through Donaldson and all the way through uh, Cookville and probably a little bit farther than that. It, mm-hmm. it ripped all the way from Nashville to Cookville at least. Hey, easily. And took took out the Mount Juliet Christian gym. It has been repaired, and they will play again for the first time in that gym since March 2020. Uh, again, that's on Thursday at 5.30 against Ezel Harding. So it's pretty cool. It's just interesting that, I mean, it's it's not hard to forget that that tornado happened. It's, I mean, the timing of that tornado and then COVID coming or COVID. Literally a right, week or right two later. Same, right around the same time, basically. So, I mean, yeah, it's 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 amazing how easily – such a devastating event got overshadowed by a more another devastating, devastating event. event. Yeah, it's it's been tough for, for that area. And so this is just another step in the, the recovery, recovery. The, the rebound, the bounce back. Um, and so... Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. <laughs> so, yeah... yeah. Really excited. If you want to read that story, also on MainStreetPreps.com. A story that's not on MainStreetPreps.com. Yeah. Um, saw this on Twitter earlier this morning. Well, we saw it yesterday, yesterday on Twitter initially. Perry County, which isn't in our coverage area, but this is a issue that, as as I go on, is is going to impact folks, you know, around this area and across the state. Um, Perry County lost its season opening football game against Middleton because Middleton is dealing with COVID-19 issues. Um, They announced today that they have picked up Harding Academy out of Memphis. So Harding Academy will be playing at Linden on Friday night in place of Middleton. Also today it was announced that Good Pastures season opening game against Liberty will now be against University School of Jackson, because Liberty is having some COVID-19 issues. So, I mean, we've not even gotten to the opening week or or to the opening Friday night of football, and already we're seeing issues with the pandemic again. Yep, and it's it's probably not going to be the first, the last time we hear of a game being canceled and rescheduled so we'll keep you updated and the way we're going to do that is this segment right here very important no we're not in that segment uh, yet. we are in that segment because we have to be <laughs> let's give you the rundown this is the rundown this is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow, Live, Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow, Live, Give are not affiliated. 
In Monday volleyball action, Columbia Academy defeated Columbia Central 3-2. It was Loretto 3, Lawrence County 1. Mount Pleasant defeated Giles County 3-0. And in high school soccer, Giles County defeated Kalioka 5-1. In Major League Baseball action, it was the Braves 12, Marlins 2. The Reds whipped the Cubs 14-5. And the Rockies edged the Padres 6-5. Today's Major League Baseball schedule, the Braves and Marlins play at 6-10 on Valley Sports. Uh, That game is also on WKRM 103.7, pregame beginning at 4.55. At 9-10 on ESPN Plus, it's the Pirates and the Dodgers. And at 7-10 tonight at AutoZone Park, it's the Sounds at Memphis. In high school volleyball action today at 6 o'clock, it's Loretto at Columbia Central Summit. I'm sorry, Zion Christian hosting Santa Fe also at 6. At 6.30, Summit will host Ravenwood. And at times unknown, Independence is at Nolansville and Hampshire hosting Mount Pleasant. Girls soccer action around the area. Columbia Academy plays at Fairview at 6. Also at 6, Columbia Central's at Lipscomb Academy. And Cullioka is at Waverly. Marshall County is at Spring Hill at 6. Richland's at Loretto at 6. Summit and Ravenwood play at Ravenwood at 7. And... Independence plays at Siegel. Time, we have no idea. In golf action today at Montgomery Bell, it is Columbia Academy, Fairview, and Santa Fe. Uh, Columbia Central and Brentwood are playing somewhere. It's to be announced, and no one announced it. (laughs) At Buford Ellington, you can find Forest and Richland. Hampshire, Loretto, and Summertown are all at Lawrenceburg. Independence and Summit also somewhere. Maybe they're playing wherever Columbia Central and Brentwood <laughs> Perhaps they are at TBA, which mm-hmm. is not Thompson Bowling Arena because that'd be a weird place to play golf. Be interesting. <laughs> and then finally over at uh, Tohi or Towie, we're not sure how to pronounce that. It's in Spring Hill. It, it used, used to, to be Kings Creek. Used to be Kings Creek. Nolansville and Spring Hill are uh, taking part in golf. So that is your Tuesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, when we come back, we've got Charles Pulliam coming to you from our Alaska bureau. That's our our Alaskan correspondent on the waters fishing right now. So should be an interesting segment. Stick around because Charles has got plenty to say, and he'll be back for a football game Friday, right? So that's crazy. Anyway, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Be right back to the Lee Company studio right after this. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. 
Middle Sports Talk you'll only find here. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow. Welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Coming to you from the Lee Company Studio, and happy to have you guys with us here on this Tuesday edition. As you all know, each and every Tuesday, we get a chance to visit with one of our friends from the Williamson Herald, bringing you some of the best high school coverage from Nolansville to Fairview and Brentwood to Spring Hill, all the way across and up and down. Doesn't matter. They got you covered at the Williamson Herald. This guy doing all the coverage and apparently needed just one more tiny getaway before high school football started. And he's got to be the only person that I know, Mo, who can just get away to Alaska. (laughs) Yeah, it it seems to be a bit bit easier for Charles Pulliam to get away to Alaska than you would expect. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's from there. I don't know. Probably. Um, Charles. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Hey, you tell me. I mean, so I I reached out to this guy. I'm like, hey, can we get you on at 425 this afternoon? It's like, yeah, shouldn't be a problem. I think I'll have pretty good reception up here. I'm like, where are you? Up where? In Williamson County? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right. Verizon Towers are everywhere there. (laughs) First of all, what time is it there? Well, it's uh, about one thirty. Uh, oh, okay. So we're three hours behind, but uh, yeah, I'm actually in the in the family skiff right now. We're sitting on our little net catching fish. Um, little breakaway. I'll be back Friday. Um, I got football lined up for that night. I feel kind of bad missing some of the uh, fun games tonight. I had a volleyball game I was going to check out, things like that. But uh, some some dad time. My dad and I doing some fishing out here. Kind of nice. That's awesome. And I know you and your dad do some radio stuff together as well um, on a regular basis. The Alaska State Basketball Tournament, you guys team up and and, and do some radio stra- slash streaming with that. So, um, Oh, yeah. yeah. We've, done, we've done a lot. Dad's been the, uh, he's the, the voice of rural Alaska basketball. Kind of cool. <laughs> so, so you but, guys are kind of uh, yeah, working. You're working on that chemistry today then yeah huh? there you go there you go we got to get back out and do some games I, I keep telling them to come down sometime so hopefully we can knock out a, a play-by-play down well, in uh, tennessee at some point in wilco if you bring him back he can uh he can head to to summit in henry county this week as summit will be without their play-by-play <laughs> wait guy. you guys don't want to go go back to paris i'm gonna pass on that one um okay all right. for, you know for the regular season i mean if it's playoffs that's that's it, it it just means more. But, um, well, that's that's just one of those games that this county's. Uh, it's just it's crazy to think about. I mean, to know that uh, Summit's going to go play their season opener on the road where they won to make it to the championship last year. It's just like wow. And you know they got Beach on the schedule. They won against them in the quarterfinals. It's just it's going to be such a busy slate of bas- uh, I mean football. <laughs> week in, week out. I'm I'm blown away. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and as I look at this week's schedule involving Williamson County teams, uh Centennial hosts Overton. Um Arsente Broom makes his debut with the Bobcats against the Centennial team mm-hmm. that 
is really, you know, just bluntly kind of looking up at everybody else in Region 76A. So Matt Kreisky with a chance to make a statement here in this one at home on the new turf, by the way. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, that's one of several new turf spots in the county. But the Centennial team, uh, you know, talking to them during media day, getting to know these guys a little bit. A lot of those guys were the same guys last year who, who really got beat up on. And they know they're being looked down and overlooked on. And um, I think they're they're kind of one of those little dangerous ones. And they're going to come out and pick somebody off for sure. Um, Josh Forsey, Brendan Jones, at QB coming back. He's a junior. Um, there's There's some guys out there. So uh, we'll see how they do. Uh, Kofi Boggs is a, a really good athlete for him too. So kind of looking forward to seeing what those guys can do, and uh, a nice little way to break in the uh, the new turf. You mentioned the huh. Summit Henry County game, also um, t- a turf. game involving the s- southern part of the county. Christ Presbyterian going to Independence Friday night. Huge, huge ball game. Yeah, and that was one that. Uh, they tried for, I think, two weeks last season to play that game, but COVID stuff just kind of kept getting in the way. Um, I talked to both Scott and uh, Engel there at CPA, and we kind of joked about that. It's like, yeah, this, this uh, game's been on the docket for about 10 months now, so finally get to knock it out. And uh, it, it's going to be it's gonna be fun. You get to see the CPA boys coming off their championship. Uh, the recent Vandy commits, Cade Law, Lynx, and Patterson, guys like that, leading the way for that CPA team. I mean, they are super, super talented, averaged almost 33 points a game last year, and they get a lot of those key hogs back. And for Indy, I'm really interested to see, uh, you know, the debut of Joe Cummings uh, at QB. That's the kind of guy uh, Scott Blade, that team, really likes. And uh, they get a nice test right out of the gate. Good measuring stick against one of the, the top teams in the area in that CPA squad. Speaking of measuring sticks, NBA goes over to Ravenwood in the um, the return of Will Hester to East Brentwood. Yeah. Well, that's uh, talking about these games overall. I mean, they got seven seven home games this uh, this week featuring Williamson County teams. And I think three of them are all county area ones. But that's a, one of those non-conferences, that, non-conference matchups that's just like, oh, my gosh. I mean, you guys see Marcel Reed. Uh, for NBA going against Chris Parson for Ravenwood, two of the top QBs in the class of 2023 going head-to-head in Will Hester's first game back at Ravenwood, you know? I mean, just uh, there's, there's so many storylines to follow there and so many great non-conference games we got lined up here. That's actually one that I think was kind of high on my list, so at least go check out for a while when I get back on Friday. We'll, we'll see how things go. Um but yeah, it's it's hard to pass up on a on a on a true quarterback duel like that one. A couple of big um, Williamson County Rutherford County matchups as Brentwood goes to Blackman and Franklin goes to Riverdale. And at the same time, those are uh, coaching debut ones too. So you get to see Clint Finch of Brentwood make his debut for the Bruins, um, and then on the other side, it's Alex Mountain's first game uh, leading the Franklin boys too. And for Franklin. That's the one that, uh, I mean, there's a lot of unknowns there. I mean, everything starts up front with Fisher Anderson, big Stanford uh, offensive line commit, but they only returned three starters overall. And they got a pretty talented, speedy guy in Bryce Sparks to hand off to. And obviously when you're running behind a guy like Fisher, you could you could do some stuff there. You could do some damage. Talk to both those guys. They talk about uh, Bryce having, you know, a breakout-style season. 
Um, and he's definitely capable of it. Had a nice one last year. I think he ran for about 750 yards or so. But Had a, big a lot of unknowns Summit. on that team. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you go back, Summit's only loss last year was against Franklin. Um, obviously, a big circled game I have is that uh, regular season finale. Um, we'll, we'll know a lot about what, to, you know, hopefully there's some playoff stuff in, in, in play there. But uh, that'll be kind of neat when it's Franklin Summit at the end there. So many storylines there. Speaking with Charles Pulliam from the Williamson Herald, and you mentioned a lot of Williamson County schools um, breaking in new turf this season. Well, one of those isn't Page, but one is Fairview. Fairview <laughs> plays at Page in the Battle of 840, so it'll be a little bit longer before the Yellow Jackets get on their new turf. But um, That is not black, much to the chagrin it, of Chris. Much to the <laughs> It's not black and it's not gold. I, I kind of yeah. expect it one or the other out of Chris Hughes. I, I think he yeah, wanted I know. it. I was expecting a big highlighter there, right? I mean, like a, an equivalent of uh, like a Boise State style, you know? That's exactly <laughs> what we would have thought. And if Chris Hughes had his way, there's no doubt that it would have been colored. A yellow field with black oh, yeah. yard markers just, and then black end zones with, with gold print. Would have oh, been I, just... I'd be so happy with that too, because taking the pictures, you're going to have the light reflecting off the colored the field. It's just going to be that's where you want, man. <laughs> just do some white balance adjustments, and I'll be shooting photos there all the time. <laughs> just, just you, you have to use the tungsten uh, filter yeah, to, to put go. a little blue yeah. in there just to get that yellow out. But then you'd be good to go. Hey, uh, <laughs> Charles, real quick, I, I don't know if you if you saw this or have heard since, considering you know where you are. You're, How you're, long have you been up there? Busy. So I actually just got in uh, yesterday, but uh, I, I put together our uh, our final setup for our, our high school football tab that comes out with our additions. Got to give that little shout out. It's a 48-page tab coming out. We uh, edited it to the end there. Big shout out to my uh, buddy Josh Bartman for doing a, a lot of the editing down the stretch. But that's to the printer. It's coming out. It's a big one. So, uh, yeah, I got in last night, filled out some – did a couple stories this morning. Um the Nolansville Little League baseball team playing in the Little League World Series on Thursday. I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of stuff going, and somehow I found a way to uh, get a, get away to Homer, Alaska, right now. <laughs> Still kind of baffles me, even that uh, I'm sitting in the skiff. I got an eagle right in front of me, watching us as we watch our net. We're battling a seal to you know fight for our fish right now. You know, just standard Alaska stuff. Just standard Alaska stuff. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, it, well, here's here's what I I, I just saw. I came out about an hour ago. The High School Butkus Award watch list. couple of names we've heard. Langston Patterson of CPA is on the watch list. And, of course, Keaton Wade. Both, oh, yeah, both guys have, have made the watch list. So, uh, Big, they're both involved in those big games we were talking about earlier. Summit Henry County and uh-huh. uh, CPA Independence. This, that's pretty big um, accolade there to be on, if, just to be on the watch list with about yep. forty other kids across the country. Well, and thinking that I actually did not see that, but of kids to pick, um, my gosh, those those are two right there. And this is you know a Keaton Wade that played two games in a quarter last year <laughs> you know to think of the respect he has and all that everybody that if you see him once you got the idea and you know talking to him about what two weeks ago for season preview stuff and seeing him on seven on seven that guy at a hundred percent is uh 
it's some kind of scary. So I could totally understand and super happy that he's going to get that kind of, that kind of uh, recognition and, and Langston Patterson, just another one of those kids, just um, both these guys actually, you know, dual sport guys too. Um, and, and man, uh, that's, that's fantastic news. Shoot. Um, um, I wish I could see a CPA summit game to be honest, but I'll take all the other great ones we have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, one other game I want to mention this weekend involving a couple of Williamson County teams. BGA plays at Nolansville. Yeah, first uh, first meeting there, and that's one of those. Uh, it's interesting. BGA is going to play Nolansville to start, and then they actually play Ravenwood next week as well. So, uh, Coach Jonas Rodriguez trying to build off a little bit of. Uh, they had a nice little close last year. The Wildcats uh, won three of four, went for two in the state quarterfinals, ended up losing the Evangelical Christian School. Um, 14-13, I think, was the final in overtime. But, you know, they, they want to keep that potential going. A couple good athletes, Deshaun Williams. They got uh, Brett there back at quarterback. Uh, you know, a couple good guys running in there. But uh, it'll be a fun challenge to see what that Nolensville team does. And, of course, they're led. You can't say Nolensville without Samson Johnson, uh, back-to-back 1,000-yard rusher guy. And he's a junior. <laughs> who, who rushes for 1,000 yards as a freshman? Well, Samson does. There you go. Well, um. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to a lot of those matchups and looking forward to um to seeing y'all's coverage in the Williamson Herald, Charles. So um I know you'll be out and about and scooting around and, and getting <laughs> getting your land legs back under you after a few days in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. I'll have some fish coming back too, so uh I'll take uh, I'll take stuff to maybe some highest bidders of friends there. You never know. <laughs> Well, I'll be getting at you for that because um, <laughs> the last stuff you brought back was pretty good. So um, yeah, yeah, this is uh, it goes pretty well. We're actually going to have a little fillet party here soon. We're going to get some of these on ice. <laughs> if you've got enough to put on ice, you've got plenty, and that's that. That that's always good to have. A good problem yeah, to have yeah, is we'll get them on ice. Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald. Man, thanks for taking some time with us out of your fishing expedition and uh, keep the eagles away. <laughs> will do. Will do, man. Thanks, guys, and uh, we'll see you on the sidelines out there. Yes, sir. Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald, brought to you by the Williamson Herald. Really exciting there because Williamson County has some of the best football games this week that you're going to see, and and it doesn't get any worse. Yeah, it starts yeah. I great mean, and it, it doesn't it's, get worse. Yeah, it, it's not like these are the highlight. I mean, no, this they, is just the, the beginning. They've got games like that all year. It's going to be fun. All right, that's going to do it. And we, for this segment anyway, we are going to come back talk a little Atlanta Braves because what's well, not to talk about? Good things going on over on the Braves side of the world. So we will get to that here in just a second. Stick around on the other side of the break. Coming back, Atlanta Braves on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Be right back right after this. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. 
You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at LeeCompany.com. That's LeeCompany.com. and Mo are talking about it. Yeah, that's trash can juice. Speak for yourself. For better or worse, on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Back to the Lee Company studio. Yep, they're fans too. Here's Chris and Mo. Welcome back in. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. As we approach the end of hour one, we are one quarter hour away from the Ole Miss preview. We're going to talk to Parrish Offord at the top of the second hour as we continue our SEC football previews. He will talk to us about the Rebs, Ole Miss, and Lane Kiffin. We'll talk a little NFL. It's cut down day. A couple of names that we expected and a couple that are surprising. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, and it's top five Tuesday. So we're going to tell you our top five favorite, it's, it's kind of a, a, a weird way to say it. So, so basically what we're saying is it, it you know, it's not going to be like just pizza places. It may not be the type of pizza. It may be a type of pizza from a specific place. It's just, 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 Listen, work with us, work with one. us on this one because yeah. it's, it's kind of ambiguous to say best pizza. I mean, it could be anything. So tell us what your favorite pizza is on Twitter at SM underscore TN sports. We are there. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, any of those places, make sure to give us a comment. Let us know you're there. We'd love to, to uh, talk with you interact with you via Facebook, even though it's about 20 seconds behind. We'll get to you, I promise. <laughs> I did see uh, Michael Long was on Facebook earlier. I don't know if if he had us pulled up just yet, but I know he was active. So if he wasn't watching, we know if well, you're not watching. Well, if he wasn't if he wasn't watching, we're going to talk about him. That's right. We will we will talk trash about you. Well, as much as he talks trash about us, I know. Right. Talking about yeah. stalker. <laughs> but until the top of the hour, we're going to talk a little Atlanta Braves because <laughs> because it's enjoyable to do so for a change. Eleven of thirteen is that? Yeah. So this is the for better part. We've done the for worse part. So. 11 of the last 13, the Braves are now an entire seven games above 500 and alone atop the National League East. So what are they since they went over 500? 
You know, that's a good question. I will say that I told you so <laughs> about that one. Uh, but I'm just saying. Yeah. The Braves are killing it right now. You know who else kills it? <laughs> I know who else kills it, but go ahead and tell me anyway. Our friends at Jones and Lang, why don't you tell us about them? Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. The winner is the Braves. A bunch. A bunch. Like I said, 11 times out of the last 13 times out. So what are we expecting tonight out of Huascar Enoa against a guy who's really been tough against the Braves, and that's Sandy Alcantara. He's been really good against the Braves in his entire last couple of years. And it's pretty amazing. You know, Sandy Alcantara has a three five two ERA, but he's seven and ten. Poor guy. Yeah, I mean that's 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 tough. <laughs> But, I've um, seen that before. I mean, we, the the Braves, you know, when Derek Lowe was with the Braves at one time, he had a sub three five ERA and was like two and eight. <laughs> and I'm just like this poor guy. Just hearing the name Derek Lowe sounds like fingers on a chalkboard to me. But yet there was a time he was pretty good for the Braves, and it just felt like every time he went out he was giving up four or five but that wasn't always the case so it 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 may feel like this guy is not getting the job done for Miami but more times than not he's doing his part yeah but i tell you what if the Braves offense shows up the way it did yesterday you won't have to worry about him for very long because you'll be into that bullpen pretty quick score 7 in the 4th after Tukey kind of settled down, gave up a home run to Jazz Chisholm on the first pitch in the bottom of the first, and I think he gave up two solo home runs. He did. But um, other than that, six and a third, three hits, the two earned, uh, the two earned runs, seven Ks. Um, I don't want to say he's turned a corner, but he's certainly been what this rotation needed at the right time. I also think he's kind of finally becoming what we've expected out of Tukey. I mean, two years ago, this was a guy who was highly touted. And he just never could quite get to the major league level. He goes back through the minor league system after an injury this year. And again, confidence sometimes is what you have to have. It's it's that's the difference maker. We've talked about it on the show about how saying a change of scenery and a change of environment can help somebody. Sometimes making that that trek all the way back from low A up to the majors gives you a little perspective and some confidence when you're mowing down hitters at every level. Yeah, and and he certainly did that and has continued that good work since he finally got back to Atlanta. Um, again, the Braves continue their series at Miami tonight. Um, Braves come in at 63 and 56. They got to 54 and 54 during their series against um, St. Louis. So they 
they've won, they've gone nine and two since then. Nine so. and two. I told you. Yeah. All they had to do was get over the hump, and then it was going to be all downhill from there. Well, that seems to certainly be the case, and they're taking advantage of this spot in the schedule. The Marlins fifty-one and sixty-eight following that twelve-two loss yesterday. Again, remember um, the Marlins were coming off a four-game sweep. Now, granted, it was the the Double A Cubs, but still a four-game sweep. Sweeps a sweep. Uh, this game is at six ten. Pre-game is at four fifty-five on our sister in station. About two minutes. Yeah, in about two minutes. Yeah, on one hundred three point seven WKRM FM. Um, the game will be shown on Valley Sports, as you mentioned. Oscar Yinoa makes his return, comes back. He's four and two with a three hundred two ERA, and I probably should have looked up his offensive numbers as well, but I did not. I will be interested to see how well he swings the bat tonight. I will. Uh, I'm, I mean, when when Max came back, no, obviously Max wasn't out as long as Yinoa was, but when Max came back, he continued his hot streak uh, from the plate. So I'll be interested to see how Enoa swings the bat tonight. You know, with 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 Ronald Acuna Jr. out, I hope that the Marlins don't decide that he's the guy. Enoa is their target. I want no. Well, they didn't try to hit anybody last night that I'm aware of. So hopefully, hopefully there are no targets. Don Mattingly can. That's interesting. Anyway. That's really interesting. If they don't throw at anybody in this series, and then. That's just interesting. <laughs> Isn't it? I mean, what did Acuna do to them? Well, he showboated home runs, apparently. I guess that was it. He walked out of the batter's box once. Well, was it, wasn't it? Was it a walk-off, though? I think he walked off. Again, literally. And then walked off yeah. the field uh, <laughs> as he walked around the bases. But anyway, uh, some interesting news from around the league. Very interesting. I got to ask you. If there were two former Braves pitchers who were going to be signing with the Dodgers. <laughs> these would not have been them. These ain't the guys. Uh, Shane Green appears to be, has he, is it official? Or are they still working on it's it? It's Twitter official. I don't know. Let's well, see. <laughs> the Dodgers appear to be working on signing uh, former Braves reliever Shane Green. Because. And the initial response is, wow. Why? What has he done to show you that he can be effective in 2021? Mark Feinsand, Feinsand, F-E-I-N-S-A-N-D, at Feinsand on Twitter. He's got a blue check. Um, MLB.com executive reporter and MLB Network insider is reporting it. Um, Reported it earlier today. Shane Green and the Dodgers are getting close to an agreement on a major league deal per source. And again, why? Well, here's why. Okay. Because the last guy they tried to. The last ex-Brave. The last former Brave they tried to sign uh, through one inning of a simulated game and was then placed on the 60-day IL. And that. Which is about the same. Um, what did he throw, three for the Braves? He may have thrown three or four innings for the Braves, but that is former uh, Philadelphia Philly and all-star. Did he win a Cy Young I think win? he did win a Cy Young. Cole Hamels, former uh, Brave there, and for about five minutes he wore a Braves uniform. But apparently 
if for nothing else, he apparently helped the bullpen quite a bit last year coaching-wise. So I don't understand why he doesn't just come be the coach, the bullpen coach in in Atlanta because we, we, we'd, ha- we'd take him. Okay, so apparently Hamill's got a million out of the Dodgers for not throwing a pitch. Well, you remember that you – there are certain stipulations. That was the contract. He didn't get paid all the money that the Braves signed him for. He's not going to get a full million either. So th- there are stipulations. In but there. relative to to his production, yeah, he's done pretty well for himself. No doubt. No doubt. Whatever he got was more than he deserved, clearly. Because wh- whatever he threw in that workout... It's more than he threw. Was more than he threw for the Dodgers. Through three point one, three and a third innings in one start for the Braves Jeez. last year. That's insane. So, um, oh, as, so real quick, we are we are obviously yeah, coming up it. on the break, huh? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what are we talking about? Uh, whatever you were going for. Oh, okay. Well, two things. One, the Sounds begin their six game series at Memphis tonight, uh, seven ten at AutoZone Park. It's Andy Otero. 0-1 with a 9.69 ERA versus Matthew Liberatore, 4-7 with a 5.03. Little known fact, Sounds have not won back-to-back series since that 15-game win streak that they had. They have gone 3-3-5 three, three, and five since then. They've won three, they lost three, and split five series since that streak back in, what, May? Yeah, so that's tough. Okay. This day in Braves history, on August 17th, 2016, batting eighth against the Minnesota Twins, Dansby Swanson lined out to center field in his first Major League Baseball at bat, single to right in the fourth, and wound up going two for four in his debut as they fell 10-3 at Turner Field. Swanson became the quickest number one overall pick, picked by the Diamondbacks, as you remember, who traded him, Ender Enciarte, and Aaron Blair for Shelby Miller and Gabe Spire in December 15th. Quickest number one overall pick to make it to the major since Steven Strasburg did so in 2009. Um, played just 105 minor league games before becoming the first position player pick number one to reach the majors a year after his selection since the Angels' Darren Erstadt did so in 1996. So. I remember watching him. I went to uh, I went to a Mississippi-Birmingham game, and when I left there, I go, this guy's fantastic on defense, but he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. <laughs> And well, you see how he's that's figured out. it out. Yeah. Whatever he's done, and, and and this and about ten games into the season, I would have said this guy couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Now he can. Yeah, great, right. great story on this. On um, I just retweeted it earlier this hour, but um, on FoxSports.com from about five years ago. All right, check it out. When we come back, we've got Parrish Offer talking Ole Miss football from the Tupelo Daily Journal coming to you. From the Lee Company Studio, this is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn & Joint. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast, brought to you by Mid-Tennessee Barn & Joint. If you'd like to hear us live each and every weekday, tune in from 4 to 6 p.m. on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia. Also visit www.sm-tnsports.com for the most comprehensive and timely coverage of high school sports in and around Southern Middle Tennessee. 